This ad space on Jacob V Weekly is being donated to the Caddyshack. Stay tuned till the end of the episode to find out more. Well, so yeah, describe what your show is. Uh, what you, you yeah. are, radio yeah. dudes. What are you doing? What are you doing right now? You're doing great. <laughs> How are those levels looking? <laughs> Mine's a nice thin straight line. Yeah, video's still rolling. <laughs> video's rolling. So Jacob V Weekly is just a weekly kind of, maybe weekly, maybe even more, maybe a little bit less. <laughs> Uh, but it's sort of uh, just a platform for me to kind of reflect on this crazy world we live in because my contact with the world is greatly inhibited right now. So the show's not about COVID. Today's episode is uh, a little bit, but because that's the world we live in now. And so today we talk a lot about um, kind of just some things that we've noticed, some things, some of our experiences, who we are as people. And so some of the stuff that we'll be talking about, but really just kind of the reason why I'd start a podcast now, why in 2020 when there's a billion other ones. And, um, you know, I kind of have all this impulse to create something, but music stuff is just kind of on hold right now. And uh, we're getting back sucked into this again. We talked about this already, but, um, it's going to be kind of a place for everything. It's going to be a place to reflect on things that I think are funny or that I think you'll think are funny. Um, it's going to be a place where, you know, we used to do relationship advice on my old radio show when I was in college. If I can, you know, elicit some emails from anybody to address some of those things, that's always fun. That was one of my favorite things we ever did. It was a little too hot for college radio. It was a little concerned. <laughs> and, uh, um, I thought, you know, my friend Joe here, I thought you'd be perfect to kind of help me uh, through this. You're younger than me. You're full of enthusiasm. You follow directions really well. And if I think of something like a really dirty joke, you're going to get kind of uncomfortable in the way that's going to be nice. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'm just kind of hoping for I'm just kind of hoping for that prayers and blessings and sparkles. <laughs> yeah, and I think um, I, you should. Do, I mean, I think you should also talk about why. You know, I think your voice is important because I think you're going to talk about things that, you know, Kate, you know, uh, that that's another thing we kind of alluded to um, in our raw conversation earlier. That's going to make up the bulk of this episode. Right. Yeah. Is that, um, you know, I've I've gotten to see um, kind of a lot of different aspects of uh, what at least the world is like here locally in our town of St. Louis, which represents a lot of different uh, places in, in the world that we live in that um, some of these issues that real people kind of uh, are experiencing. Right. And right now, I, I mean, I love podcasts, but a lot of podcasters are successful in a way that kind of removes them from that relativity. Right. It's hard to, it's hard to relate to a bunch of people who, um, you know, uh, have housekeepers and Teslas and, you know, things like that. So it's, that's part of, um, the struggle as well. Mostly with the Tesla, it's that I'm jealous. As soon as my wife lets me get one, you better believe, I don't care if it's old, I'll get an <laughs> Oh one, honey. Um, totaled, <laughs> but I don't, I mean, it was just one, it's a great excuse for me to just have a weekly conversation with people that I want to catch up with. I've also, you know, kind of given up alcohol since covid started because it's just been i'm when i gonna sit around my house and get blackout drunk by myself yeah. it just feels gross and it's been great for my health i feel wonderful <laughs> right but also like 
I used to be able to catch up with people on a happy hour or something. And, you know, I'm not wearing a mask into a Mexican restaurant on a Tuesday to talk about your baby that you're going to leave early to go see. Like, that's not the goal either. So, I, you know, I need it as a way to communicate with different um, people. And, you know, and I think uh, if it's a if it's a platform that we can kind of draw some uh, any attention to at all, then there's going to be artists that I want to uh, talk to and promote. There's going to be entrepreneurs and business people that I want to talk to and promote. There's going to be um, professionals of all sorts that, you know, will talk about the issues that they're seeing in their field. A lot of that's going to be related to my experience in education. We're going to talk about that for sure. And then, you know, musically, we'll talk about some great, awesome stuff musically. And we'll talk about some challenges, especially kind of at the local music level, because that's where I've allowed the bulk of my experience to be. So um, you don't need a reason. Well, I think it's also, you know, it's very valuable because I think you really you have your you have your hand in so many relevant things like you're you know you have a hand in, in i'm an epidemiologist art. yeah we're gonna solve this whole <laughs> covid thing right here <laughs> well but you know but you're a teacher and you and so you have i mean we're bringing back is... we're bringing back cockfighting you've been hearing all this all these <laughs> ads rumblings. for these betting apps <laughs> next thing next thing we're warming up up to cockfighting we're bringing back roosters <laughs> in the streets i want to see blood on the pavement honey cock mo <sighs> yeah we should really copyright that yeah <laughs> before it launches because as soon you know if parsons gets reelected, they're gonna we could get cockfighting in in the next four years we could most things what would possible. we call it would cockmo be the name of the Cock bill or that's the name of the app that we use for so the it's betting the, it's the betting app it's the betting Cock app Mo. you heard yeah. it here first it'll be hijacked is this it. count as copyright for can we copyright <laughs> just saying that we talked about it absolutely it's in writing on the first episode of our <laughs> podcast that yeah that is, uh, it's gonna go that I'm funding with nationwide. my Spotify earnings. Spotify <laughs> owes me 79 cents, by the way. It's the only plug you've done this whole show. Is <laughs> <It's> for Spotify <laughs> and Cockmo. Yeah, I would say if you mean for the app that we're inventing right now. Okay, so we really got to talk to some people about getting this. We got to call my my friend. Who, I'm not gonna my lawyer wire. friend yeah. who um uh Who's about doing? copywriting, and then what kind of I mean seriously, how expensive is it going to be to get what could we call it? We can't call it cockfighting in the law. No. We would call it um, well, poultry you, something. Oh, right. You, in the writing, you're saying that we have to use language that, you know, is sensitive. Uh, we don't, do we want to call it combat? What do they call <laughs> horse racing? That's where we're going to start. We're going to look into horse racing. We're going to figure out exactly why is that legal. Right. Um, and then we're going to figure out how to apply that back to roosters. Because I can beef up a fighting cock, dude. Yeah, I, you've got the space. Here. I got. The, oh my god, yeah. I got the perfect backyard. I have plenty of garbage and food for it to eat. <laughs> yeah. We could pump it full of hormones. This is oh, gonna be unregulated. The only and part how is it. And how is it any more unethical than yeah the regular poultry food industry? Here's the thing. It's not like dog fighting. Sometimes the dogs don't want to fight. Those cocks want to fight. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I mean they they are they have a um dis a a. a, a Jesus Christ. A genetic predisposition. Predisposition towards <laughs> towards violent behavior towards yeah. other cocks. Yes. The animal has violent predispositions. Yep. Towards other cocks. This is gonna be really good. Welcome to Jacob V Weekly. Uh we're gonna ramble about what we're gonna do and then we're gonna start doing some of it.
So you know me as a musician mostly, and that's how I like to introduce myself to people, right? And then uh, other people know me as an educator, right? As a teacher, I taught English for six years or whatever. And, you know, I've been in coaching since then. And so I'm still very much in both kind of worlds. But then with COVID, I would normally have these kind of conversations, I think, uh, with people in the real world at places. But then lately, I haven't been able to to do that. It's been a, just a completely different world since the shutdown started. I mean, I used to be gigging two or three days a week and just being in the community with downtime to talk to different people about different issues and stuff. And then, you know, I was also like, we talked about, uh, I worked in radio in college. It's how we met, um, our mutual friend, Adam. And I always considered that as a career, but I kind of like, it seemed like really sports and news heavy and neither of those were my niche. And then, uh, what's the career path really that looks sustainable in radio in the 21st century didn't really. So it wasn't something I pursued further. And, you know, you and me have always talked about the, you know, idea of maybe doing stand up, and, you know, we've talked about writing some and I've written some, but now it's like, I'm not going to be going to open mics in a pandemic to work on five minutes of stand up material. So, um, and podcasts I really like. I do. I do really like. Uh, since COVID started, really the my main form of entertainment. Can you hit Y on the keyboard? And what happened? Yeah. Good. So, once quarantine started, really I completely abandoned anything I had left resembling TV. Right. I don't have certainly not cable and I don't even really pipe in network TV, like for the news or anything, even I really only have streaming platforms. And so I was pretty much only on YouTube and other kinds of digital content anyway, as far as my own entertainment was concerned. And then since quarantine, it's mostly been, if I'm not playing music or gaming, I'm just listening to a podcast or I'm listening to a podcast while I'm doing those other things. Right. So, but I've been, it's just such a weird thing. Now it seems like, oh, it's such a big deal and people act like it's up and coming, but podcasts have been around for a long, long time. It just used to be a weird app in your phone. It was just like, what are those? It's kind of like the radio, but it's not. And I used to listen to some that were really like underground and like independent, like pioneering the kind of format. And lately, like the podcasts that are people, people are always talking about, cause I guess they're making money or something are all like this one group of like middle age uh, LA comedians are there's some New York kind of comedian podcast kind of groups, I guess, or whatever, but it's like those people are really, really funny and really, really smart. And they've really invented this platform that a lot of people can kind of access, uh, and do with whatever there's podcasts about everything. I have a podcast I listen to that's in Spanish. I don't even speak Spanish, but I enjoy the, the conversation and the, and the energy. And, uh, so Similar, the reason we, I never did stand-up comedy before now is I kind of hated some of the vibes I got from people I met in that quote-unquote scene or whatever. They seem really stressed out and really, well, and they can come across kind of, because I think they're stressed out. I think they're stressed out by trying to hone their craft in a really unnatural environment. We don't have tons of comedy clubs here. They don't have open mics every night or whatever. So, you know, you're at Venice Cafe, which I love or whatever, and there's a guy 
playing metal guitar along to his iPod. And then there's two stand-up comedians and they're really serious, really focused on trying to learn what they're, you know, working on and uh, whatever. And it's just random. It's just so random. So, and now, you know, all the big LA podcasters who were, you know, the sort of icons, they're all either moving or they're getting canceled for being sex monsters or uh, whatever. So it's like, well, wait a minute. They don't own this platform just because they sold a lot of manscape trimmers or something. You know what I mean? It's kind of crazy. Like how formulaic it all is. And so much of the money being made in podcasts is across these dozen shows that are so similar and have such a similar thing. And some of them are funnier than others. And some of them are really, really great, but it's also like when I have all this energy in this conversation that I need to figure out a place to put, cause now I'm not out in the community, you know, three nights a week. And then, you know, out in, what, what went green? No, they were always green. It's moving. Yeah. And they're like highlighted green looking kind of. Yeah. No, you're good. So, I don't know. And I started kicking around the idea of doing this when I was like right after quarantine started. So we're talking like March of this year, 2020, that, uh, I was listening to a specific podcast. They were talking about how they all just got tested right before they were filming and they could take, they could afford to get tested every day if they want to. And then they're all talking about their Teslas and their $5,000 mattresses. They got shipped to their house in a box. And I'm just like, this is not actually representative of the kind of life normal people are living. And so those shows can be really funny, but that was when that's your only contact for like six months, it starts to be like, Oh, it's kind of spoiling the the routine. What? Oh, sure. Well, yeah. I mean, it's just like, and they all have housekeepers. Like, you'll be listening to a, um, I was listening to it. I don't want to name names because I don't want to start a podcast complaining about other podcasts. But it's just, I just kind of want to vocalize some of my reluctance to starting one before. But like, it was just a, one of my favorite podcasts, these two people talking about how they managed a certain issue in their home or whatever with their spouse. And then and was like, well, you know, that's gotten a lot better because we have a housekeeper. And then the other, and she was like, how do you guys deal with that? And then the guy was like, oh, we have a housekeeper. And we're talking, they were talking about like sorting laundry, like something I wouldn't want a stranger to come into my house to do. And then it's an ad for the CBD lozenges and, you know, the um, IV drip and the, you know what I mean? Well, uh... You're, you don't have to click that every time. Well, I figure when I'm speaking, at least. Uh, I think, you, I know you don't want to name names, but, like, uh, if you were to define yourself a part of a group of people in the St. Louis scene, who would those people be? As, well, that's a, that's a problem, too, is that, you know, um, you know, I, I work on a lot of different things, right? So I have this community that I'm a part of during the day of, you know, local kind of mostly public school educators. So, you know, I've taught in a public high school, a public junior high and uh, a charter school. And, you know, I, I've, I see a lot of familiar faces doing that. And then um, also as, you know, a recording artist and a performing kind of musician of my original stuff, you know, I mostly play at, uh, a couple of different of the same bars here in town. And I see the same people there and I like to book shows with 
my friends' bands and sometimes the same bands repeatedly. You know, I like to make an evening of it. So there's kind of one group of people I know from there. But since, you know, the um, – and then there's another, you know, network of musicians I know from other types of things, from playing at casinos and weird cover gigs and stuff like that. Then a lot of those people are in the church music scene, and I used to work in music stores, and so I know a lot of people through there. So really most of my socialization is is – from the music scene that's how i introduce myself well, and incidentally, normally well and incidentally a lot of the people in the san Luis music scene are also teachers <laughs> that happens a lot because they have time yeah. you know to to practice and whatnot there's i know a lot of teachers that are in um i worked with uh a guy from a very very popular uh local band for a couple of years and you know yeah that's a funny um overlay also you don't want to name the bands or anything Maybe later. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Don't you know what I mean? And um, so what do we want to talk about? That's kind of the recurring um, thing. So you and I met playing music together, but we have a lot of other similar interests, right? We have similar interests in music and in, uh, of course, stuff that goes along with electric guitar gear and, and, and gadgetry and uh, audio production and, and stuff like that. But also it's very similar interest in terms of... Um, uh, comedy. You worked at a comedy club for a minute, you know, just sort of be adjacent to that world and kind of uh, see what that looked like here. I mean, at least here in town, you know what I mean? And I'm sure we'll talk about that uh, at some point. But it's also like I'm not going to start. That's not my first move after COVID is to start a new hobby. And yeah. it requires people to all be in the same room together, laughing and breathing and drinking and eating chicken. Yeah. It's, 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 I mean, it's almost like 9-11. I mean, like, well, you know what? It's crazy. Yeah, it's so crazy how profound the change is. You know what I mean? Like things that even we were doing in March before the shutdown, like going to you could you could go stand outside of some of my favorite bars here and there's people strangers passing around joints and sharing cigarettes and and beers and stuff. I'm like and that's that's done at least for me. I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm not necessarily into swapping mouth particles with strangers. And so like that's a profound difference from you know, and of normal. Yeah. Yeah. The new normal. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Yeah. Well, and it's just, you know, it's just, well, it's just crazy how abrupt and how sudden and how profound it was. Yeah. And really changed. Yeah. The art forms, you know, and especially when it came to film and I mean, like, yeah, like recording artists are back to being recording artists. And well, and that's the other thing It's I really wanted to, of course, when this started, I said, you know what, this will be a great time. I just bought this house at the end of last year. So I just squeaked this in. I was just getting all this set up. We're in my home studio beat lab sort of a uh, thing here. And I thought, oh, quarantine will be a great opportunity for that to get started. And I have everything I need. I can do my own record. And it's like every summer, too, as a teacher, if the summer's off, right? I usually get 10 weeks in the summer where school's not in session. So every year I'm like, oh, God, I'm finally going to do a record. I'm going to play all the instruments myself. I'm just I don't have to schedule anything with anybody. And it never happens. And it certainly doesn't happen when the world seems to be in peril and we're in this psychotic election cycle and uh the uh just the climate and culture is not like i have all this positive energy where i just want to create music that i like i play a lot of i come down here and i play a lot of guitar 
right? As a self-soothing kind of reflective impulse. But um, but if I'm not really playing with people, it's not really happening. And I can't necessarily bring big groups of people over here who all work in different environments and live in different, I call it ecosystems. My mom laughs at me when I say that, but... But it's really what it is. That's I mean, but it's the best way to describe it is, you know, they're all exposed to different levels of the public in different ways and different areas. And it's just, I can't bring all those people into my house right now, you know, until we know more about the situation, you know. Um, and so I was hoping that by now I'd be promoting a new album or EP or a new project, you know, musically or something, you know, in that nature. Speak of the devil, my mom was calling me. Um but it just wasn't happening. You know, I come down here and play for a bit and set up some stuff and I've created some really great loops, some really great instrumental parts with, you know, fake drums and stuff on them that sound really cool and be a really great start to an idea. But, um, I haven't played with my band at all. Uh, my, my, uh, that I do my original stuff with. And that's kind of the, um, so that's kind of a dead end right now. So I kind of need to wait until that opens up and, you know, I've gotten to do some cover stuff here and there. I'm kind of waiting till we, you know, figure out exactly where we stand uh, with safety to see if I, I'd love to collaborate with some other musicians and do some other work, but that's just not really what's happening right now. So when the idea came up of, you know, I always wanted to do radio and I really enjoyed it. And then, um, I've always been really comfortable on a microphone. I've always really loved the format of podcasts, even from their early days. I used to listen to Johnny McGovern and, and you know, people like that back when podcasts didn't even really make money. Um, and that's not the goal of this one either. I think that's the other thing. There's people I went to high school with that are having a delayed quarter life crisis that, uh, you know, they're like, oh, I'm going to start a YouTube channel. I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to do, you know, X, Y, Z. And it's just like... A lot of the how many podcasts are going to be self-sustainable to the point where, you know, a guy in a suburb of a Midwestern city can kind of pay his bills just doing a, a, a podcast that he just started in 2020. You know what I mean? So that's certainly not my goal here. This is more of um it's also, I, I, you know, I'd love to have this as a different part of my week than therapy. I have therapy every other week where we talk about a lot of these same things that, you know, that I experience. We'll get into um, sort of the, you know, the hellscape we live in at some point. But like, uh, yeah, I just don't have the expectation like, oh, you know what? Me and my buddy Joe are going to start a podcast about football so we can make a bunch of money. Like, that's not the goal. The goal chicken is, wings. yeah, chicken wings. It'd be great if we could get a sponsorship from, we had some lovely chicken on the way in, but we're not going to name drop them unless they pay us to, or unless they see my cup at some point. But, um, but yeah, so it's, I mean, it's certainly not a, a financial endeavor. It's not, um, which is how my music has always been. I've always, I've made a little bit of money off of it. Uh, here or there, you know, usually the week you release something, you get enough streams or downloads, or you know, sometimes if you're really lucky, paid downloads, bro. Somebody will pay five dollars for a record on Bandcamp or something. So, but that's the thing is like you can, like terrestrial radio, you have to make enough money to sustain the platform in order to be on air to do what you want to do. Whereas podcasts, you can be on air as much as you want. You give your $9 to your aggregator and, uh, 
if you're not selling ad space, you're just not making money. But that's not that's not really why we're here. I did a radio show two hours a week, every week, at least once for two years and uh, loved it. Now, we played music, so that's, you know, it was easier to fill two hours. Maybe it was three hours. Two hours sounds more appropriate. Original material? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, but it was like a rock show. It was like a, you know, um, an afternoon drive time kind of on the radio, right? On uh, it was, But it was internet radio, and it was piped into campus, so it was, you know... Um, there were some times where it was really kind of sketchy to know who who's really even paying attention right now. And there was a thing where you could check. And I'm like, let's not let's not check. Why why get in our own heads about it? So this is like a place where I can kind of have these weekly check ins with just like the world and kind of talk through. That's a big part of it. Is I need to talk through things that I discover. I think sometimes you've seen me drive around in my car and I'll send you a Snapchat of just like making a really profound point about something that we were not even talking about. So I'm like, I need an audience for this. So um, I don't know. I just kind of want to explore the... Please, that tube sag. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, it was... Uh, I was... Uh, power amp... It was like transform power transformer um, ghosting. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sag. Like from... That's a great point. Oh my God, that really happened. That was a real conversation we had. So um, I think we were, I, I was just having, I was driving down King's Highway and I was just thinking about uh, the difference between like a toroidal power transformer and like an old school, like wound, like big old honking thing, which is not even necessarily something we'll cover. <laughs> it started by, yeah, you were just like, you didn't do there was no content you just yeah and then i was like oh now i know that now we've yeah just so you know yeah and i needed somebody to know that so now um you're gonna have to do that weekly you're gonna have to do that it's probably gonna be roughly an hour well yeah and, and what are you ever gonna get back out and see shows in mm -hmm. the next year and a half Oh, I mean, it depends on when and where and how. I've been to a couple of different outdoor things. I've played a couple. Um, you know, I played a barbecue thing at a farm a couple weeks ago that was totally random. But there were people there. We were outside. We had plenty of space. I also played the opening of a giant patio with this bar out in rural kind of Missouri. You know, great middle land kind of thing. But it was plenty of space. It was a beautiful, warm, sunny day. So, um you know, now being invited to go out and just attend something like that, that's the thing I don't know. Well, I think that would be a pretty good, that'd be a pretty good thing because <coughs> these people, especially the local band members, you know, people who are in bands and original bands, like, you know, they love when third party people talk about them. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, talking about when you, when you describe, there's nothing wrong with describing an evening going out and saying, you know, well, yeah, and then, uh, you know, I don't know any local bands. Then Sleepy Kitty was there, and, you know, we saw that. That'd be really lit. Yeah. <laughs> if you were going out and they were hanging out. If, if you were just, like, going to get a sandwich and there was just Sleepy Kitty. But that's yeah. the thing, is, like, um, is the main thing is, like, some of my favorite events are like that, where, like, um, Lo-Fi Cherokee, for example, where they're shooting performances in all these different spaces in a short amount of time or whatever. It's like, so you can literally walk into a dress shop and see a band playing or you walk into 
buy some lunch somewhere and there's somebody setting up for uh, recording one of those things. Like that's one of those events where that's fun and that's just not possible right now. And like it started like when I was first old enough to kind of get into shows and stuff on my own. Um, I would go to stuff by myself and um, just because I wanted to be a part of it. I was, you know, writing songs and playing guitar and I wanted to be able to do that uh, out in, in the world where that existed. So I would go to like random like crawfish boils and any anything where it was just a random event where a record store day that would always get crazy where there'd be kegs of random beer and just buckets of Pabst Blue Ribbon and people throwing Frisbees and then it's like a block party in front of the CD store for some reason. So that was kind of, I definitely prefer that. And that's part of what kind of scares me about, um, that's the level that's going to suffer. The small stuff is what's going to suffer. Like they're going to figure out a way to see Imagine Dragons at Chaffetz or something if uh, if that's what they want to do because they can afford to make that business of Imagine Dragons work. For example, the one thing I name drop, we're going to name drop it multiple times. Now we hate them. Um, but that's the thing is that they're going to figure out a way to make that work. The people that are going to suffer are going to be local artists, emerging artists, you know, um, but there's also things that are going to be really cool. There's going to be things that are going to be really cool with uh, the the ways that people are still going to try to exercise that creative energy. For example, um, we should have like a header or like a, a drop that that points out when it's going to be guitar nerd moments. I don't think we're going to add one yet, but um, for example, uh, I'm sure we're going to end up talking about guitar stuff at some point on a regular basis. You know, I was totally off of amps for a long time I was going DI and doing the whole cab sim thing because I didn't want to carry a big amp around when now I don't have to worry about that. So I have the biggest amp rig I've ever had of this massive 412 speaker cabinet and two different heads so I can run them in stereo. Like that's different. And so my, you know, my recordings are going to benefit from having those tonal options. Um, and so I'm hoping that people expand the ways that they're learning how to make and record music at home. Cause I've been in a recording studio to work since this has happened since, you know, we've been shut down and it's uncomfortable. You know, I feel bad using the bathroom at some place. That's not my home. Cause I just like, well, somebody's either got to worry about sanitizing this or, or they're not. And then that grosses me out. You know what I mean? Like, um, any kind of a small, uh, business arrangement surrounding music is really going to take a hit. Um, and that's a bummer because that's that's kind of my favorite place. I chose to have a day job so that I could pursue music artistically and not necessarily pursue it commercially. So um, I would love to benefit from it more commercially. But um, the the attraction has really been, um, you know, I can pay the bills and buy cool music stuff on occasion so that um, I can live that free of the commerce part. So I, I don't necessarily... I've never made tons of money playing music locally, so I'm not um, so I'm not worried about that. But I do worry just about that that economy of just the scene because there's got to be a little bit of money in it for it to exist. The bars have to make enough money to to keep doing what they're doing, and um, so they can host those those situations at least. Corporate culture, yeah, is going to sustain, and then just but they completely. That's the thing. Yeah, it's all going to be holograms of. Imagine Dragons at Joe's Crab Shack. <laughs> That's going to be the world we live in. They've neutered the community, the culture. 
Well, and it's not even they, like I'm even assigning blame, but it's just the situation we're in, whether we should be in it or not, is um, that's the scene that's going to suffer. And so that's the thing where I'm like, some of my heroes locally also have a podcast on the side. And because a podcast is not a job right now, we call this show Jacob V Weekly. It may come out a couple times a week. Sometimes we may skip a week, especially if it ever becomes a situation where, you know, we're uh, scheduling ads for whatever reason. Um, that would be something that we would entertain is doing it on a, on varying, varying frequencies. Right. But right now I'd like to do them when we need to do them. You know what I mean? Cause I, again, I used to be able to go to my favorite bar here in St. Louis, the heavy anchor. And I used to, even if there wasn't a show, I'd see people that I play shows with there or that are there for shows and we could go on the patio and we could catch up, but we could just talk about something that happened in the news that day. Somebody comes out and lights a cigarette and said, guys, can you believe what happened with blah, blah, blah? It could be local. It could not be local. I've been there when local historical moments have happened, protests and things like that. Like that's been one of the places where, oh, I remember being there when, you know, um, xyz happens so that's one of those places that i'm like i think the community is is you know able to support them to keep them open as far as uh you know and because it's a small enough operation but i worry about at, at what point can we do shows again in there i mean you've been to see me there before and you know we can get a couple dozen people in that room and it starts to fill up and get a little warm and you can start to smell people's breath do i want to experience that right now that's hard you know what i mean um, and you know, would we be allowed to, and is that even safe? That's the thing is that we're not even talking about, like, it has to be, um, uh, like, I wish we could just go do that. Like, I really feel unsafe being in a group of strangers just cause that's how they made you feel. It's just like, like you were saying, like after nine 11, we were all of a sudden afraid of airplanes or we were xenophobic, like, like we had never been before. Um, and, uh, and it happened like that. You know what I mean? It was so crazy how quickly that kind of transition happened. And so that's really hard. Cause like the night before when shutdown happened, I played March 13th at the casino with the cover band. And we went out that night and I was driving the drummer home and I took him to go score some blow, I think somewhere. And then, you know, we went to go meet up with some friends of mine somewhere and they were all sneaking off to go snort Coke, which, you know, I, I'm not a Coke snorter. So I hang back or whatever, but just like thinking like, Oh, yeah, they're saying everything's closing on Monday. Like, you can't get COVID before Monday, but Monday everything's closing. So looking around and, you know, it was still kind of chilly out. We still had jackets on or whatever. And so thinking, like, that's how long ago it was that um, it was kind of the last time we were really out and kind of we're not really worried about year. it. Since the since it broke out in China originally or or whatever, yeah, and that's another thing. This is a podcast is not even necessarily about COVID, but how could it not be? That's what's really hard. I have some podcasts I listen to that I really love, and I love them in spite of all these other podcasts that are kind of annoying or redundant or whatever. You know, when I was looking up names for uh, to name this podcast, I always kind of wanted to name it Jacob V Weekly, but um, V Weekly, yeah. You know, I, of course, was I looked into the, oh, the V-Cast or <laughs> V-Pod, you know what I mean? Or think terrible things like that. And it was, you know, but. Um, Ends up being a feminist podcast. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, too, is like I can merge it with my music branding or, or whatever. But um, and. 
because it's coming from the same space. You know what I mean? And my one of my favorite local bands is called Crystal Lady. They have a podcast together that they do occasionally as a band, which I think it's not even necessarily about them as much as it's just that's a a, a thing that they do together. It's a part of their um, collaboration. And you know what? We'll probably have some guests. You know what I mean? There's some people I'd love to get on here, some local artists, and really talk about, you know, how are we going to um, – survive artistically um much less financially or, or even medically right but um so you know i want to have guests and stuff like that but the uh the real focus is not even about um covid it's really just about having this outlet to kind of explore some of these uh ideas but you know i can't listen to even my favorite co podcast their episodes from before covid it's like it's not relevant to me at all you know what i mean like if i like my favorite podcast ever i've run out of episodes because um i've listened to them all multiple times and uh, or they're so far pre-covid that it's hard to even relate to yeah you know what i mean it's interesting because i sometimes it's like i'm listening to them now and sometimes when COVID or the election comes up, I just immediately, I'm just like, Ugh. like, I'm like, oh, okay. But it's so funny because it's like, I am, I'm so in search of bliss that I'm like, I'm like, let's just act like nothing is happening. Just act like the world doesn't exist, you know? And so I think, yeah, like, um, it's, it's reverse for me. It's like, I want to live in a world where it's not happening, but you know, it's, it is what it is. And I think it's important to address that. But I think also, you know, I, I think you shouldn't veer from just artists for interviewing. I think you should. Oh, no. And well, that's the thing. It's like, it's kind of because it's not in a recurring space that has a brand or a, like an expectation. You know what I mean? Like, if you're on a radio station, you have to kind of be a part of that mechanism and those um, advertisers and their target audiences. Whereas, you know, even if nobody listens to uh, to much of this, that's not really the goal. Um, the goal is to kind of have those conversations and it just makes more sense to do that in this kind of digital platform as opposed to I used to just catch up with those people at their shows or at their businesses or whatever. You know what I mean? I'd love to have um, some of our uh, local entrepreneur friends on. I mean, not just to talk about their businesses, but also their businesses now. You know what I mean? And their their plans now because some businesses are adapting really successfully and some uh, are not. You know what I mean? But, like, yeah, I kind of definitely want it to be about um, anything and everything. I mean, just anything that comes up, anything that seems important. You know, it's not going to be a political show, but I'm sure we're going to get upset about politics at some point. I'd guess probably in the next couple of weeks, right? It's probably going to get a little dicey. Yeah. Um, you know, we are in my dad cave bunker situation so you know we could get a little paranoid you know what i mean we could be a little conspiratorial you know it could happen well i think you should uh recognize like you know you were talking about how when you're younger you'd go out by yourself and go to the shows you know go to a show or go to just be a part of something but i think now like you know you have to give yourself some credit for from my angle you know you go to shows now and you really are even for like you know even for the you know, people that everybody's there to see you, you are kind of uh, somebody in the room that people go to, like, you know, even the main act will go to as like, that's the familiar guy that I go and, you know. Oh, like me personally? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. But, um, I'm, you know, I'm a big dude. Apparently I'm closer to 6'3". I thought I was 6'1 this whole time. 
but I just learned the other day, apparently I'm closer to, to 6'3". Um, and, you know, having kind of, I've had this beard for a long time and I've had hair for a long time. So it's pretty much been 10 or 10 or so years of the same kind of look, you know, I've just kind of ballooned up a little bit, but it's kind of all the same um, package. So um, that also happens. I'm surprised though, because I, I mean, I've gotten kicked out of Delmar Hall and the pageant both <laughs> several times, sometimes with you even there. And uh, they always let me back in. I don't get it. They always give me another shot. They've been so nice. They were even nice that last time I got thrown out of that Rack and Tour show, yeah. and I was an absolute mess. That was absolutely ridiculous. It's more of like you're kind of a mascot of the. Uh, That's the thing. That's what I always wanted to be. I want to be a symbol yeah. for the people <laughs> and of the people. The one we needed. Not necessarily the one. Not the. Maybe it's the one we deserve. That's yeah. Yes. The uh the. Did you just call me a mascot? No, I'm sorry.